baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. New York Attorney General Letitia James says the former president's assets could be on the line if he ignores the nearly $355 million fine in a civil fraud case. Well, this is big business, uh, as we've talked about with this case. $364 million in total, if you add in with all of the uh, financial uh, charges against uh, Mr. Trump, but also to his sons and to Alan Wesselberg. Anyway, it would be $450 million with interest. Letitia James is being very clear now. She has no problem going after the assets of Donald Trump and the Trump Organization more specifically, and she says she will seize some of those properties here in New York if he doesn't cough up the money. Watch. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court, and we will ask the judge to seize his assets. Okay, well, Mr. Trump did speak about this uh, on a town hall with Laura Ingram last night. Watch. I mean, you know what he did? I think he looked at my cash and he said, well, we'll take all of his cash. This is all coming out of the White House. This is all everything that you see, whether it's that one or the D.A. You know, in the D.A.'s office, in Bragg's office, he has his top people from the DOJ working in the district attorney's office in New York. Again, the judge in this case admits there was no actual fraud. In other words, not even a dollar was lost from anyone. And the supposed victim, Deutsche Bank, said they wanted to do more business with Trump, said on the stand that they were not a victim and wanted to do more business with Trump. So when you look at the number here, focus on the number, about $450 million, almost exactly when you add the $80 million that Gene Carroll was awarded by another judge, almost exactly the sum total of Trump's cash on hand. To get more, he's got to dissolve his business empire. Now, here's where it gets dicey, because liberal law professor Jonathan Turley points out there's a poison pill here in this Trump fraud case, and it's totally unjust. He called it an outrage. In the order that the judge issued to appeal this unfair decision, which, of course, Trump's going to want to do, he has to come up with the full amount In cash, $455 million or a bond covering it just to appeal within 30 days. If he can't come up with it, Letitia James, the corrupt attorney general of New York, can go in and start selling off his properties. Of course, a liberal minder will be put in charge of that and they're going to sell them for pennies on the dollar. This is who will decide what to take in the fireside sale. It's a gut punch when you think about it from a freedom perspective. But then it gets worse. Here's what Turley writes. Under New York law, Trump cannot appeal this ruling without depositing the full amount, including interest in the court account. Even for Trump, $455 million is hard to come by. 
Likewise, a bond would require a company to guarantee payment for a defendant who has been barred from doing business in New York by this case and is facing the need to liquidate much of his portfolio. By the judge, Turley writes, imposing this astronomical fine figure, he can make it difficult or impossible for Trump to appeal, absent declaring bankruptcy or selling off his assets at distressed prices. Because, again, it's basically going to be the Democrat Party selling off his assets here. They control the New York judicial system top to bottom. And, as Turley points out, the judge's order forbids Trump from borrowing from any financial institution chartered or registered in New York for three years. So he can't even borrow to pay any of it from any bank in New York. And of course, because of this judgment, um, people who could lend that amount of money are going to shy away. Never mind just the political intimidation of doing business with Trump. People be afraid to do it. He's going to really struggle here. And that's what Turley wrote. So who is going to issue a bond under such risky conditions? Turley noted this decision shocked the conscience of anyone concerned about the integrity and fairness in the New York legal system. As for New York Attorney General Letitia James, she's already licking her chops. They're already betting Trump's not going to be able to come up with this money, and they're preparing to sell off his empire. Think about that. So look at some of the properties here. Okay, this is, okay, Trump Tower, that's on Fifth Avenue. That's his former home. That's where he stays when he comes into town. Uh, Trump Park Avenue, he owns some apartments there. 1290 Avenue of the Americas right here. He's got a 30% stake in that building. Letitia James specifically uh, talked about 40 Wall Street. She's she's really eyeing 40 Wall Street. He's got a 100-year lease on that one. Uh, and then Trump National Golf Club, Seven Springs. Um, he's got uh, some apartments on a condo building on East uh, 69th Street. So there's a lot of properties and with the bond and, and Todd you're better at this than I am you're the lawyer uh, with the bond he's still going to have to and you know they're still going to have to put down some money here potentially but you also have to think about the optics for Donald Trump just from a campaign trail if you have armed agents going in and actually seizing property that makes his case. And Donald Trump then goes on the campaign trail and says, hey, look what they're doing to me. They can do that's, this to you. That is, that's actually such a good point politically. But then if you think about financially, I, I'm cringing. I'm like, oh, yeah, but <laughs> my yeah, stomach. Yeah, well, yeah, this is going to go to appeal. Yeah, oh, you know? that's true, so he could get it all back. This is just the bomb. But when these the rulings do come okay. down. It, you you think you think that you think that yeah. maybe he can get it's 355 million it sounds outrageous if he actually has to pay this right. i mean trump tower yeah. could be on the chopping block this is sure. life's work again on our side just from comments i'm seeing i don't think our side really gets what kind of position he's in and we're in right now with this poison pill with this 30 day limit but it's bigger than that because the headline on drudge this morning really says it all Trump campaign spent more than it raised while PAC helped on legal fees. The Trump campaign spent $2.6 million more than it than was donated to it in January. And the PAC covering legal fees, which is actually supposed to be a PAC to pay for the campaign. So this is campaign donations, spent $2.9 million. Meaning what I've been warning about for a long time. Donald Trump's campaign spent more than it raised overall in January a worrying sign for a Republican 2024 presidential front runner whose broader political operation is funding his legal fees. That was the importance of the left figuring out how much cash Trump had and making sure the payouts in both those cases equal that amount of cash. He's literally out of money to pay for the cases at a time when he desperately needs more because 
in a month on March 25th, the 34 count, I can't believe this, 34 count felony trial in Alvin Bragg, Bragg's courtroom begins. So what are they doing? They're forcing him to spend the presidential campaign funds on legal defense. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Meanwhile, a virtual tsunami of money is finding its way into Nikki Haley's campaign coffers. Something we've never seen before. A lot of it's Democrat money. Yet normally when you don't beat the front runner and it becomes clear you can't beat the front runner, at least at the polls, your donations trail off and you very quickly have to quit the campaign trail. That's what happened with Ron DeSantis, who was a real Republican candidate, not a Democrat pretending to be a Republican like Nikki Haley. So when he came in second in Iowa to Trump, that was it. He had to drop out. He wasn't getting any more money because it became clear that he was never going to be the front runner. Nikki Haley came in third, yet her donations only went up. That's because this is a campaign unlike any we've ever seen before. And can I stop here for a moment and take a victory lap? I told you over a year ago, this was what would happen on this very podcast. I didn't know if it would be Tim Scott, who's the first Bush Trojan horse candidate, or if it would be Nikki Haley, but I knew it would be one of the two. I told you this is exactly what would happen. Why as Nikki Haley loses, keep in mind, this is a woman who came in second to the option of no candidate. In Nevada, normally that happens and you are so done. You quit your campaign the next day to spend more time with your family. But her dollars and cents donated only went up. Look at this from the Wall Street Journal. Headline, donors keep pouring millions into Nikki Haley's long shot campaign. And it's dated today, February 21st. Last month. Haley's campaign pulled in more than $9.8 million. A pro-Haley super PAC took in an additional $6 million. Almost entirely, they say, in donations of $100,000 or more. Donated by who? Venture capital and business leaders. Where's this coming from? This is what I warned you about. This is Democrat Jamie Dimon, Hillary Clinton's Wall Street fundraiser. He doesn't even fundraise for most Democrats, only high profile ones like Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and now Nikki Haley. He was fundraising for her, for Haley. That's where this money is coming from. But it's not the only place this money is coming from. And the gusher is increasing. Why is the gusher increasing even as she loses? Well, it's in direct relation to how badly things are going for Trump. Why is this money pouring in? Because it became clear to the political class that the Alvin Bragg trial, 34 felony counts, would go forward in March. Just as I told you, the worse Trump does, the more money, the swamp, the political elites, the globalists pour into Nikki Haley. Vivek Ramaswamy tweeted this today. Nikki didn't even try to collect any delegates in Nevada, and now she'll get 
zero from South Carolina because we expect Trump to win here. Yet her anti-Trump mega donor money is still flowing in. The game is hiding in plain sight. They're hoping for Biden's lawfare to eliminate Trump, then backdoor Nikki or else make a play for her on no labels as the no labels candidate to detract votes from Trump in the general election. Now, here's where it gets really creepy. Guess who's backing Nikki Haley? The deep state. Can you say Manchurian candidate? I'll tell you who from the deep state is backing her in a minute. It's going to blow your mind. But first, I want to tell you how I lost 29 pounds in six months. You know what? If you started PhD weight loss right now, you'd be virtually unrecognizable by midsummer and probably rocking a bathing suit. Well, I lost it in six months, but I've kept it off now for a year. I'm so proud of that. I've lost the same 10 to 15 pounds over and over in the past and always put it back on. This is the first time I've ever made it this far. And that's because PhD weight loss has a great maintenance plan, but they're also with you for life. You can always make an appointment with them even when you've hit your goals and maintain them. Find them online. You can do PhD weight loss from anywhere in the nation. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. That's MyPhDWeightLoss.com. Now back to the podcast. Meanwhile, you got to wonder what all these people know about Nikki Haley, like the deep state. She's their girl, apparently. I can't imagine what she said to get this check. But this check that was written by Obama's former CIA director, Michael Morell, who donated to her, says everything. Headline, former Obama CIA chief backs Nikki Haley. Who's Morell? He's the guy that organized that letter, the lying letter about Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, that? Yeah. No, that's Russian disinformation. Those 421 crimes, violations of the law at the local, state, and federal level that you see documented there on that laptop. But no less than Hunter himself, yeah, that laptop. You just ignore those crimes. That's a total lie. It's, it's Russia collusion. Yeah, he was the guy who ran around D.C., getting all those former spy chiefs from the CIA to the FBI to the Department of Homeland Security to sign that letter lying and getting the New York Post story censored online. He was also the one who interfaced with the with the Biden campaign to coordinate getting that letter. At the time, Morell wrote an email that we all now have a copy of it to Obama's other corrupt CIA director, John Brennan, saying that he got the letter, he put it together to give the Biden campaign, particularly during the debate, a talking point to push back on President Trump. In other words, they lie. Morell is now backing Nikki Healy. Holy cow. And we now know, because we've got the fundraising data just came out, he wrote Haley a $1,000 check back in November, just now reported. Okay, how do these things work? I used to I've run two statewide campaigns and what you do is you go get a guy like this to write a check. Okay, they bundle this money. So Morell writes a check. The reason he writes the check is not because a thousand dollars will make a difference to Nikki Haley. It's so the people in the deep state who are fundraising for her and they are if Morell is supporting her can be told, hey, Mike Morell wrote a check, which means they need to write one, too, if they want to keep all their cushy contracts and contacts and, you know, continue going about doing the evil deep state stuff. They do. Who the heck is Nikki Haley? Who is this woman? I don't know. But what did I tell you a year ago? 
the deep state would pick your candidates for you before you ever got to go into the booth on general election day in November. And you are watching it right now. Something's up, folks. What do all these people know? I don't know, but here's what I do know. They're positioning her. They need her to do well enough in the state of South Carolina in this primary against Trump. Preferably, that would mean coming in at 44, 45%, doing a little better than New Hampshire to say she's gaining momentum. Why? Because they fully expect to get Trump on one of these 34 felonies by the end of May so that they can set the party up for a floor fight that'll tear it apart at the nominated convention in July, which I guarantee you, you may be bullish now, but they're not wrong. People will begin to freak out about the idea of running a convicted felon, no matter how unfair that is, uh, who not only can't raise money, but is draining what money he has for his presidential campaign out of desperation to pay his legal bills. They know exactly what's coming and they're preparing Nikki Haley for it. This is the deep state moving. This is the globalist moving. This is the uniparty moving to seize control of the Republican Party again from populists, voters, and Donald Trump. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.